We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother, be he ne'er so vile. This day shall gentle his condition, and gentlemen in England now abed shall think themselves accursed they were not here, and hold their manhoods cheap whiles any speaks that supported us at the Goblins and Growlers Patreon at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. You guys are driving me insane. I just saw the message that Chapman <laughs> sent in the chat, and I need a moment. <laughs> Chapman, are you okay? You're like, you're going in and out. We've lost him. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and varying and beyond can make its way well right to you. You know, I knew someone once who owned a, a very special mirror. Now, it wasn't a magical or particularly amazing uh, to look at mirror, but... It had been in their family for a long, long time, and this person had a lot of memories with it. Now, while the mirror had no magical properties in itself, the owner was an accomplished arcanist and could use the mirror for several kinds of magic, though they never did. See, uh, where I'm from, uh, older objects, especially those passed down for generations, can greatly improve the efficacy of a spell that uses it to be cast. Uh, but this person refused to use this mirror. Said it was too special, meant too much to them. Even in war, they didn't use it. Even when it would have saved their life. Didn't use it. I still have a shard of that mirror. Sanded down and set into a compact. It's interesting what we can reflect on. Now when it comes to breaking mirrors, many say that it comes with bad luck. When Johannes attacked it, uh, something was released. Something full of despair, dread, and sorrow. Though the phantoms in the glass did not seem to be scattered despite the mirror revealing them being shattered. Well, Koza mends the mirror, perhaps almost losing more of himself to the effects once again. Powering on, they find a door with a giant face and puzzle and puzzle away until they decide to retrace their steps and find a missing piece, a key, a mask. Solving the sliding tiles, their mask key was revealed, and now only the sounds in the dark stand between them and success. Let's hope luck stays on their side. And as always... 
Y'all take care now. You stand there, the copper mask finally in your hands. There is a feeling of success here, of victory, but there is no change in the air. There is no change in this feeling of being watched. Okay, can we go back to that door now? Because I would really like to, whatever we need this mirror for, I want it out of our hands sooner than later. You getting a bad feeling from it? Oh, with the spooky silhouettes of people behind me? Every time I look at it, yeah, yeah, getting a bad feeling from it. I'm just saying we've had our experience with weird mirrors because Alita wears one around her neck that talks to ghosts. She, like, offendedly grabs the mirror pendant. Excuse me. I mean, did I say anything that was inaccurate? Yes, the mirror pendant, thing number one, is not creepy. And thing number two, there aren't ghosts. It is the con- it is the conscious knowledge of all of the priests who have borne this before me. So let me get this straight. We're drawing a distinction between the conscious presence of a departed priest and a ghost. It's it's their knowledge. It's their their intellect. It's it's different from like their soul. Is it though? Yes. Okay. I mean, what if you're an atheist? Like, <laughs> is there a distinction between consciousness and soul? Boat. We live in a world where there is literally a soul trapped in the rock on Solinar's sword. You can debate whether or not the gods do whatever, but you can't debate that there is an essence of person in the sword rock. You know what? I just thought of something. This is a real interesting take on this. But, you know, <laughs> if if you think about Warforged, isn't that really more of a way of, of robots taking the jobs of gods by trapping people's <laughs> souls? Both. I don't, I, I I don't think that's how Warforged work. Oh, also, I love this. <laughs> also, I... What is with you and Warforged? I mean, it's just more like robots. They're they're robot adjacent. They're sentient beings. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> so really, it's more like the person is the skeletal structure within the armor, and then the outer shell. They're like they're kind of like clams in that sense. That sounds like a walking casket. <laughs> All Warforged are clams, confirmed. All Warforged are walking caskets, the gothest of options. You thought Dampier was goth? Nah, Warforged, walking coffins. AWAC. All Warforged are clams. AWAC. All Warforged are clams. We're going to start seeing that graffitoed on the walls down <laughs> here. Graffitoed? What? That's, that's where you graffiti something in Cheetos. Mm-hmm, Cheeto paint. That's how you get that bright, vibrant orange. It's almost a safety color. I'm anyway, we've been delaying too long. I'm terrified by what's in this mirror, and I need it gone. So where should we go now? Well, we got that... There's that doorway back where we were that had the face on it that we couldn't figure out how to open. I think this mask goes on that face, and then the door opens. Oh, okay. It, it would make sense. Yeah, yeah let, let's go then. Are there any big holes we can chuck this uh, mirror down? I mean, you can go back to where the co that Koza fell down. Mm, I wish I had a bag of holding or something. We could just shove this mirror in there. 
You guys are going to make your way back through the dark hallways leading back to the room, well, the door, with the mannequin head. As you're walking, you hear from the distance in the direction that you are walking, loud, slow, stomping footsteps. What kind of- Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say that I think somebody might be tap dancing in the theater room. Terribly. Terribly. Poorly. They're definitely- they don't got rhythm. I feel like the tempo's a little slow for us tap dancing, too. Yeah, they've chosen the wrong song for their routine. Let's be scientific about this. Um, does the- does the stomping, like, can we feel it or can we just hear it? Uh, as you get closer, you can start feeling it. Okay, do- does it seem like something very dense that's doing it? Or does it sound like something very large? But very maybe, large. But maybe not as dense. I mean, you're not exactly here to monitor the density of the ominous sounds, uh, but it does, given that the closer you get, the more you start to feel in your feet, mm -hmm. the same tempo as the stomps, leads you to believe this is probably something big. All right, friends, we've landed on Broadway about 20 years ago. There's a performance of stomp happening nearby. We need to watch out for flying trash cans. <laughs> Got the timely stomp reference. I was wondering where you're gonna go, <laughs> and I'm glad that you landed squarely in the in the stomp reference. It's part of a Broadway revival. We're seeing Ooh. we're seeing a national tour. That's what Ooh. it is. Um. So does it sound like meat stomps or metal stomps? <laughs> meat stomps. Meat stomps. Yeah. It's the new. It's the new uh, is, campaign for uh, yeah. for Arby's. Is it squish or clank? Do the stomps sound like? Is it squish or clank, or is it Arby's? Do the stomps <laughs> sound like they'd be warm like a human, or squish or clank is my least favorite PS2 game. <laughs> meat slapping meat slapping meat. We have the meat. Hey, um, somebody say something about slapping meat. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> Welcome to Arby's. What do you want? Oh God. Please don't sue us, Arby's. Sponsor we're us. Ar we're talking we're about Ar Arby's. We're Arby's, and we proudly endorse Quid Pro Roll Podcast. I tell you, Solidar, I really love this Jamocha shake and curly fries that we got before coming into this temple. <laughs> I hope the dynamic ads we're going to get, like, I hope they're kind of, like, relevant to the episodes we're recording. Yeah, so, so it'd be really so let's nice. Just, if... let us, we ju you just heard a dynamic ad, so let us know if that <laughs> yeah. that uh, made sense or like kind of worked. Fortunately, during your long rest, you can unwrap your box you got from HelloFresh, today's sponsor. <laughs> After that experience with my dad recently, I really need to contact BetterHelp because it's cheaper <laughs> than in-person therapy. If you if you don't have a mirror pendant filled with the knowledge of ancestors past you can talk to a licensed therapist on better like and with for the ability to support creators that you love you can find them at patreon an example would be goblins and growlers at patreon slash goblins growlers so, oh my God. so like, there we go. We've did it. We did it. for people who haven't given us money. I, I have one more. I just like. To <laughs> All right. It. All right. Put a hat on it. Like a wizard dispelling entangle, 
I need to use Manscaped. <laughs> that was worth it. Yeah, that, that, was, that was worth it. Bravo, thought, Chapman. Yeah. You really brought it home. I was worried for a second, but you really drove it home. Yeah. You really brought it down. So anyways, uh, squish or clank? Uh, clank. Heavy okay. clank. Big clank. Big, chunky clank. Okay, you know, big clank is out to get us. <laughs> I don't trust big pharma. I don't trust big government. And I don't trust big clank. That's what Boat's going to start calling the, the <laughs> robot menace. <laughs> it's big clank. Mm-hmm. Just thinking back to like this movie I loved as a kid and the phrase babies don't go clang, which lives rent free in my head. Uh, I want to get closer to the clank and see if I can't look around a corner and see what it is. I mean, I will tell you, you are in darkness other than your the light you're holding. So well, I've got that. Ax, yeah, I've got that axe that shines light off of it. The reason I say that is because if there's something that can see, it will notice that light. Can robots see? Um, oh. um if we're trying to, sh- should we be a little, little bit um sneaky about this? Solinar, you're up. Well, look, you know a thing or two about big clank. <laughs> I'll put down the mirror and I'll pull out my sword. And I'll go down this hallway and see what's up. And uh, Solonar oh. does those things. Would you like a little help? What What kind of help you you're looking to offer? I can cast Pass without a trace. Good call. Don't you does, have to so stay wait. with me then? Yeah, but yeah, does you does, guys can uh, hold hands? Do you open up your coat and you go, "Hey, hey, man, you want a little help? You want a little? You want a little Pass without trace?" I, I like I. I Pull out a little baggie of white powder. Whoa! <laughs> Ground up mushrooms. <laughs> Guys! <laughs> Guys! There's it's almost like Alex. we haven't recorded in a long time. Alex, there's spores. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's cool. There's spores. <laughs> well, I'm not worried anymore. That's what Coz is telling the post office. <laughs> so you're going to look around the corner, and there standing before you outlines vaguely you you have dark vision so you're in luck solinar but you know it's still black and white is going to be this enormous hulking mass made out of copper and gears it's shaped like a human but one with insane proportions its arms hang almost down to the floor it's bulky it stands at least 12 to 15 feet tall I think on seeing this giant humanoid creature, Solinar's going to turn around, scuttle back towards the group. Oh, my favorite uh, method of conveyance, scuttling. Crab people. It's important to be able to scuttle well. And once once we're back in the vicinity of the group, be like, okay, all right, so here's what I saw. I saw a big metal guy with gears and stuff all over the place. Very weird proportions. Just tromping around. Did he did, did he say anything? Was he practicing a tap dance routine? Well, I didn't I didn't let him see me. So if uh if he was going to say hello, then he would not have known to do that then. Mm. But given our previous encounter in this dungeon, I think it's unlikely that he was going to say hello. Probably won't say 
my darling or my ragtime gal either by the sound of things. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's very that's... inhospitable. I agree. And I think uh, since he's between us and where we need to go, we either need to wait him out, which Solonar glances briefly at the mirror leaning against the wall, which I, I don't love as an option, or we try to go around or through him. Can't go over it. How uncertain did he seem on his feet with all that stomping around? Uh, I wouldn't say he was the most dexterous person I'd ever seen, but he also wasn't consciously trying. It didn't seem like he was trying to do anything specific. Mm -hmm. Just kind of, just kind of ambling. Well, what are our options here? I say we go, we try to negotiate, and if and when that eventually breaks down, uh, we clobber him. Mm-hmm. I'll cast Earth Tremor and make him fall over. No, Please don't not... cast Earth, Earth Tremor while we're underground. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to be able to get back out of the dungeon after we're done. Boat is secretly a plant from the Chromatics and has been this whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's wearing um, he's wearing um, like a Magneto was right shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, not to throw a wrench in this plan, but. If this thing is any like the anything like the other one we fought, it doesn't communicate. Well, we don't know that. We just know that it didn't communicate the way we tried before. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Interpretive dance? Oh, well, a, we should try that. It's Show a it. dragon temple. Did anybody try talking to it in Draconic? Ooh. Mm. I don't think any of you speak Draconic. I don't know Draconic. Can you I mean, fake it? I, I don't. I can try. I suspect one person in the group does. He looks pointedly at Alita. I'm sorry, I'm the representative? I mean, I you mean, speak Draconic, right? Yeah, it, do- but... it doesn't have to be like a full-on negotiation. You just have to be like, Ah, we come in peace and are just passing through. Don't mind us. Watch your feet. Uh, <laughs> Watch your feet, brother. I mean, the only uh... other alternative, I guess, is what with me being 164th Dragonborn... Maybe I can, you know, utter a couple of phrases here and there. Uh, both of these sound like bad options. Uh, well, we'll let you go first, then we'll let Boat go second. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work, then we'll resort to Plan C. What's Plan C? Well, Solana, I said it at the beginning. It's where we whack him, right, Solana? Yeah, it's where we whack the guy. Yeah, we gotta whack him. Alita's going to sigh take Felix off of her shoulder and hand him to Johannes. Hello. She's going to, she's going to kind of like, you know, straighten her clothes and her hair and turn around. She's going to walk down the hallway towards the creature, which is going to slowly turn to her with this loud, metallic, screeching, grinding sound. You notice that it's not that its legs turn, its torso swivels 180 degrees. She says something to it in Draconic, and it pauses for just a moment. Okay, so it's then going to take the enormous mace that makes up a part of its hand, and it is going to swat Alita like a fly. Uh, 
down the hallway. Mm. She is going to skid, and she looks like that hurt. That's badly. Toward Bo, the plan us? changed. You're not allowed to go talk to him. We got we got <laughs> we got to smack him. But but oh okay. <laughs> does does Alita get launched toward us? She gets launched past you. Past? Uh, oh, is, then we can try to jump in the way. I was gonna say, is there an opportunity for us to try and like soften her fall? I mean, that's not gonna soften her damage. Well, no, but uh, at the speed at which she's apparently traveling, I don't want her to take fall damage as well. Uh, she will not take fall damage. You, I, I, you're, you guys are okay. She just took a flak damage. Whoa. Alita! Okay, we have to adventure. <laughs> she just, she's dead. You killed her. This is how it ends. Uh... Is, is Alita, in fact, non-responsive? She is moving. She doesn't seem to be, re like, saying anything to you guys. Okay, but she's are still we, conscious. Oh, should, we, should we roll initiative? Where are we at on this? Uh, what are you guys thinking? Oh, yeah, we're thwacking, right? Everybody mm -hmm. down with thwack? Yeah, th that was the plan. All yeah. right, everybody roll initiative. <laughs> Solonar, you're up first, buddy. What you doing? All right, so Solonar's got attention out, and he's like, All right, big guy, you're going down. And he kind of, he does like his single finger point, uh, and then he kind of looks confused for a moment, and he's like, You're going down. And then he kind of like looks down at attention, and there's this, there's this like the dull red glow that comes with Astrid now being part of attention. But this, like, dark energy starts pouring out of the crystal at on Attention's pommel and just starts enveloping the entirety of the blade and just coating it in this black, inky essence. And the cylinder is like, uh, 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 guys? And he's kind of, he's, like, trying desperately to hold the blade in place as his, like, hands and arms are shaking. And you could see, like, a little bit of the color drains from his hands, wrists, and the little bit of forearm you could see under his sleeves. He's like, this isn't normal. I don't know what's happening. Uh, and that's his turn. All right. Uh, the automaton is going to raise its arm and swing at you in this jerky robotic motion. And by you, I mean Solonar, because that's the one that's currently doing the nonsense with the sword. Uh-huh. Um, gonna go ahead and swing for... Oh, well, a four is definitely not gonna hit. It's a 17? Dang it. My armor class is 16. It's 20 damage. Well, Solonar, Solonar will uh, roll with it a little bit. Still trying desperately to grip onto his blade, he tries to sidestep the the punch and ends up uh, getting clipped on his right shoulder. 
still a significant amount of damage out of his health. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. And now I've used my action, my bonus action, and my reaction. Yay. Who else wants Full to do turns. this? Johannes, you're up, buddy. Ah, ah, ah. I'm freaking out, Solonar. I don't know what to do. Here, come over here. I'm going to have an area of protection. I've been using it this whole time, but now I'm going to say its name in case it's more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I cast retcon. <laughs> Well, no, I mean because I always—it always happens if you're a paladin. It's a, a passive aura, but I'm, <laughs> uh, but I'm actively passively doing it right now. You're actively uh, passively. Wait, wait, what does aura of protection do that you've been doing this whole time? Oh, of course, it makes anyone within ten feet of me um, have a bonus to their saving throw equal to my charisma modifier. Oh, okay. So it would not, yeah. in fact, have saved me from getting walloped by this robot. No, but it would have possibly saved you from getting launched on a floor pad to a wall. But besides the point, the real point here is, oh, your sword. Um, should I hit it? What should I do? Say a thing. Uh, what? Wall up the robot. I'll I'll control my sword. Fine. I'm. I turn and I start running towards the robot, and I'm like. I know where tap dancers are most vulnerable. Their ankles! And I'm gonna run and uh, try to like, I put my two shields in front of me and I just run into the ankle as fast as I can. <laughs> I'm gonna give you advantage on that because that's just really funny. Oh, advantage. <laughs> Take this, ankles. So I got a hit on my first one. And I got a, a 20 modified. Yeah, that's a, a hit. I got two. Take this. Nine points of damage as I run straight into the ankles and bounce off. It's <laughs> unfortunate. I keep my feet because I have tiny feet and a strong center of balance. And a very low center of gravity. Oh, so low. <laughs> Nothing moves the blob. <laughs> for some, you hit for the someone? flow. Next thing you know, Johannes got low, 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 low. I want Johannes to wear baggy sweatpants. And and Reeboks with the straps. Yeah. Uh, so both. And boots with now. the fur. <laughs> um right. Four legged centaur woman. <laughs> um, let's see, what's Boat gonna do? I think <laughs> I think let's see. What what what's describing two separate people but i'm just imagining a centaur that on one half of its legs is wearing apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur and on the back half of its legs wearing baggy sweatpants and reeboks with the straps it's just really funny mental image it's the nice thing about centaurs you can really have like a true business in the front and party in the back (laughs) Uh, all right, what you doing, buddy? Uh, <clears throat> first off, uh, I would like to say that observing uh, some of my good friends being uh, knocked about by this robot and my pre-existing antipathy toward artificial life uh, has helped me arrive at the decision to rage. I'm going to pull my trusty axe... And then we're gonna attack. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. It's a good plan of attack. 
Yeah, let's see. Let's see how this plays out. Well, boy, do I have some good news for you, because I rolled a 25! Magical! Yes! And that is 4 plus 3, 7 plus 2, because I'm raging, so that's 9. And if it helps, I'm attacking the ankle. <laughs> no. Sorry, that got... That was, that was Johannes's boom. <laughs> also, of course you guys are attacking its, like, lower ankle, like, its ankle and its lower leg. It's, like, 15 feet tall. Go for the yeah. neck! Go for the neck! <laughs> Alright, that brings us to you, Koza. Koza is also seeing this clobberin. I thought you were about to say, we'll also enter a rage. <laughs> that was about to be like, pardon? Yeah, Koza's, uh, Koza's a sixth level druid and a first level barbarian. Let's go. Um, Koza is going to take out a pinch of his spores and like fling them in a spiral. And they like, they spread out at first, but then they start to coalesce into like, a cylinder shape and the cylinder shape coalesces like above and like along like in a five a five um foot cylinder that's targeted at this creature or this uh construct and as i cast moonbeam um at at um uh fourth level what does that do and Kill, a lot of it kills all robots. <laughs> Can you do? Wait, you're casting it at fourth level? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Can I get a con save, please? Absolutely, my dear. What's a sixteen do for me? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, kills all robots. <laughs> uh, Fortunately, uh, it is an automaton, not a robot. Well, oh, it still takes half, half damage. Cool. Half, yeah, half damage. damage. And you cast it at fourth level, right? Yeah, so that's so 4d10. 4D10. Yeah. Nobody's run uh, brewery games, tons of brewery games, without seeing tons of moonbeams at some point oh or another. God. You're saying I actually chose an effective spell? <laughs> I don't know what I'm to gonna, say. This I'm is gonna, a red letter day. I'm gonna have to redo this uh this level up because I, I, I'm not supposed to choose effective spells. Yeah. <laughs> could you could you please I think there's a spell in there that um it creates a, a placebo effect. Yeah. <laughs> um I cast sugar pill. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the horse it's at least two percent effective in trials. <laughs> um, so it it takes um, twelve points of damage as it's engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. Okay. Also, if it's a shape changer, it is not. Okay, but I mean, if it was, if I if I threw Optimus Prime at you guys, yeah, you it would know. be having an additional effect. Yeah. If you threw Optimus Prime at us, I would switch sides immediately and fight mm. with the robot. <laughs> it's on brand. It's strangely in character no, for Brandon, but out of character for both. Right. That's on Brandon. <laughs> mm -hmm. On Brandon. <laughs> All right. Is that your turn, dear? Yes. All right. That brings us back around to Solinar and the Spooky Sword. 
which is my children's book I'm working on. <laughs> so Solinar is now gripping a sword that is doing this like flowing pure void thing. And he's like, oh, I guess it's still a sword. And so he- I'm sorry, Solinar casting Ragna Blade? What is this? It's, uh, well, not quite. Like it's a little smaller than that. So he charges forward and he swings his big void sword at the uh at the robot it's a big boy big boy and we're in uh we're in dim light right yes well no you're in like really low well no because you guys have your light sources so yeah you would be in dim light uh yeah it does it also my thing is dim light fills the cylinder hell yeah that works out there we go a five foot cylinder of dim light okay that that's good because uh i needed the advantage that i was getting from the shadow blade being in dim light in order to not roll a two. Yes. Okay, then a 23 is going to do it. Yeah, shockingly. All right, so first, uh, booming blade is going to apply. Six thunder damage. Then, so there's three necrotic damage. Then, there's the blade damage, which is 11 psychic damage. And then... Okay. I need to roll 4d6 for my sneak attack. Jesus! So that's 12 sneak attack damage. So, uh, I didn't What's do What's that abacus of... tell you, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> I did a terrible job of keeping track of how much damage I just rolled, but I think... I did it, e- I did it each as you were announcing the pieces. Oh, did you? Phenomenal. To be clear... Does this creature uh, take any reduced damage from any of those, or should I just give you all the math next time? You should do enlarge on it. Yeah, enlarge damage. Enlarge damage. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't have resistance to any of those things. Okay, then I will just roll all my dice at once next time. It only has one damage immunity. Oh, you, it, why don't you just tell us what that one is? <laughs> what would you think it would be? It's an automaton. Ooh, I would taxation. Have, I would have expected, Soul damage. I would have expected psychic to not be so effective. I'm glad that it is, but I'm guessing you're talking about poison. So, is Robo- that your turn, Solinar? Robots ain't got blood. I, Solinar is also going to... I'm going to use bonus action and disengage. And just keep right, running cool. down the hall. And Solinar's like, Uh, okay, that was, that was actually pretty cool. Uh, I still don't know what's so happening. Rogue. So wrong. So the automaton, you're going to hear from inside its body a and it is going to take its other arm, which is now also holding a mace, and it is going to spin its body like a dervish and charge down the hallway, which means that Solonar, are you on the other side of this automaton at this point? I would have done like a like a strafing past it, but I guess I'm in the direction its feet were pointing. Wait, you can't get away from me without me punching you in the ankle with my shield. <laughs> yes, it will it will cause uh opportunity of attack for all three of you. Yeah. However, I also need all three of you to roll dexterity saving throws. Yeah. 21. And I've got a 17. Does that saving throw? 15. 15? Okay, all of you pass, which means that you are only going to take half of the damage that this thing would have done to you. 
just for the best. So is it just charging by with such force that we... It's swinging its arms while it charges. So it's essentially like a ceiling fan with a grudge, just kind of running at you. And it did it come my direction or Alita's direction? No, it came the direction that the guys are, which is also the direction Alita is. Got it. Okay. So... Um, so it means all of you take half damage, which means the total damage that you guys are going to take is 15. Oh, Jesus. that's not bad. <laughs> well, while it's going by me, I'm going to try to punch it with my shield. Hey! Oh, my arm's too short. Okay. <laughs> um, Chapman, Boat, you both get opportunity of attack. All right. Great axe time. How about a 16? It's a hit. Yeah. Sounds um, great. Yeah. That's going to be seven. And then I'm going to do my, uh, uh, I'm going to spend a key point and I'm going to do two unarmed strikes. Can you do that with opportunity of attack? I thought it was a reaction. Nah, no, it's, it's, it's a, a bonus reaction. action. Yeah. You, your time will come, dear. No, it won't. this robot's uh, going to kill me. 17. That is hits. a hit. Yeah, a hit. Swing with my, um, my staff you for six damage. Okay, that's respectful. Right in the shins. Right in its robot shins. All right, Johannes, you're up, dear. Oh my god, it went right by me. I was trying to punch it, it was too hard. Oh, sorry, you moved. You take another five thunder damage. Cool. Yeah, Wait, does it does it take damage for moving from Moonbeam? Oh, sorry, did it start its turn in the Moonbeam? Yes. Um... And then it left the moonbeam. And a creature uh, starts his turn there. Yeah. So I need to roll some damage to it. Uh, give me that that saving throw. Constitution save. saving throw. 12. That fails. Um, All right. As it, as it was uh, like warming up to, to move, it was hit with a pulse of... Fungal moonlight? Yeah. A spore. A spore pulsed with searing flames of, I don't know, spore flames? Don't worry about Lunar. it. Yeah, let's, Lunar. Let's spore. not say pulsed with searing at any point, uh, just for me. I mean, it's, Lunar it's all spore radiant pulse. damage, so. All right, just tell me the damage. Yeah. Uh, 24 damage. Holy balls! Yeah. Forty ten. Yeah. Yeah, way to go, Chapman. All right. That uh Johannes, you already did your turn, right? Because we figured all this out post post humously. Uh no, I saw that my arms were too short and said I should try something different. And then I w- watched as the moon seemed to replay itself in the universe <laughs> to spore pulse this robot. And then it, the robot teleported back to where it was. And I said, not today, robot. And I looked at it and I was like, hmm, there seems to be the joints where it's swinging itself around. I'm going to go wedge myself into that joint. I'm assuming I'm you gonna... mean your shield and not your squishy, like, organic body. Both. I'm going to wedge my shields in first and I'm going to fortify them with my organic squishy body. That sounds like a terrible idea, but okay. And I'm going to roll attack rolls. He's going to be like a turtle jamming up a giant complicated machine. So I hit on one of my attacks. Okay. And I'm, uh, should I just roll damage or should I, is there anything else I should do? You can just roll damage. Okay. 
Yeah, for five tailpipes worth of damage. <laughs> let's not do five tailpipe damage. Let's okay. Let's In go that past case, that. Five uh, bludgeoning. Then there we go. That's much better. <laughs> to the tailpipe. Ah! <laughs> All right, boat. You're Bruise up it. because Johannes is upsetting me. Bruise that tailpipe. How far away from me is this thing now? Um, pretty close. Probably about ten feet. All right, I will close the distance and attack with the great axe again. Go ahead. Um, Boat swings his, he like takes his axe back, swings it wildly in front of him because he was a little off kilter from the robot running past him. Uh, And the momentum of the axe carries him forward sort of in a diagonal way. And he tries to recover, but he ends up accidentally slapping the robot with his hand as he stumbles a little bit before he gets his composure back, gets back on his feet, and is able to execute a very direct kick to the hydraulic equivalent of an Achilles tendon that this robot has. You're going to have, in the building that you are in, the ground beneath you starts to rumble slightly. Which is, you know, concerning. You're underground. Uh, Before this thing is going to sort of, like, jerk a little bit like it's at the beginning of a thriller video. And then it is going to collapse into pieces and sparks. Boat one, bot zero. Alita! Um, (sighs) Johannes sprints over. Alita's going to be getting up. Uh, Yeah, hi, Johannes. How's, How's everything going? How many fingers am I holding up? I uh, three. Oh, that's the right number. So I've got good news for you. You can still count, which but, means that your head is mostly intact. Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's good. That's very good. That hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see if this can unhurt, and I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> All right. How much slapping are you? She's only missing 10 HP right now. Oh, well, then I'm doing a total of 10. You guys are not dead, delightfully. Uh, how roughed up does everybody look? Not roughed at all. Nah, boat's good. Solinar took a 10-point uh, wallop to the shoulder, but he's uh, he's still mobile. He's still okay. Good, right. I'm vigorous, ready to go. Man, I got so many more lay on hand points since we leveled up. So I get over here and get slapped. <laughs> All right. Well, if you say so. I do. Slap. Oh. And I didn't realize how stiff that was getting. This is great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Anytime. I'm getting better at slapping every day. So as you guys are, you know, fixing yourselves back up, you're going to continue down the hallway back to the door with the mannequin head. Well, real quick, is there anything amidst the robot parts that's like something that looks maybe a little extra valuable or potentially uh, related to the dungeon in a way? You find an organic brain among among the wreckage. It's Krang. <laughs> no! We are underground. We've the, the Copper Temple is actually the Technodrome. No. Mm-hmm. How did that thing's voice sound? <laughs> like Skeletor. Is it? Like yeah, Skeletor. It Skeletor. Yeah. I remember it having a very... Uh, 13 for investigation. You don't find anything of note aside from some copper gears and nuts and bolts. 
I might I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pocket just a few of these copper gears. Probably pretty valuable on the surface. Right. As far as the ones that are not actively damaged, you collect three. Hell yeah. So you guys are going to make your way through the dark winding hallways before you, re- re- you <laughs> before you arrive at the at the door with the mannequin head. Who's got the mask? Uh you know, we didn't establish that, but any of us could have it. Alex, yeah. who would you like to have the mask? <laughs> what works seems, for you? It seems unlikely it'd be Solinar since Solinar's been hauling around this stupid silver mirror thing. You know what? I probably have the mask. I like masks. That makes sense. Are you wearing the mask? No, but no. I could. That's probably unwise. Wear the mask. I'm unwise. <laughs> Wear the mask. Do it. Wear the mask. I've got the mask right here, and I put it on. See? I've got the mask right here, Alita. It's on my face. Can you put it on the mannequin face, please? Oh, that's not my face. That's the mannequin face. Here you go, mannequin. As you set the mask upon the mannequin's face, the entire apparatus of its head begins to sink into the wall. As it sinks into a recess, it turns and the door slides into the wall itself, opening the way before you. And all of you feel this wave of foreboding. And in the distance, you think you can hear screams. Pro Roll is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alan. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solinar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Sorry, did you say wave foreboding? Oh, hell yeah. So, Get out the wakeboard. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So we're going to be like, yeah, awesome. Ugh, so excited. recording now. <laughs> so excited. <to> be, <laughs> so excited for Don't boating. forget to put on your boat shoes. <laughs>